0: guys it's week 10 of better you series 10 weeks to purpose passion and prosperity and this is the last hurrah so we're going to give you kind of a quick rundown of what we talked about on she talked about on make your day count which we kind of have to concise it because there's a lot to get into a small frame of time. And she had like, I don't know, a million pages of notes I that we didn't did. get to. I, was I like, had a book I on week 10. Gonna, week 10 needs to be a book. I think it was like 18 pages or some absurd number. Crazy. that crazy. 18 pages and 18 minutes of notes is kind of insane. So we're going to go through, have a little more time to breathe, get a few more points that were missed. So if you missed week 10, Check out our um, archives of Make Your Day Count. Catch up on week 10, which is learn from the best. And then this will just be the extended version of the things that we didn't really get to get into in the show. And there's
1: even some free things available to help you along this 10-week journey. So go and look, yes. check so that check out. Check out the archives and make sure you're getting a hold of that. So, Jordan, when I was thinking about week 10 and my last opportunity to talk about it, purpose, passion, and prosperity, I believe when you find the purpose God has for you, no matter what it is, Um, and then you become passionate about it you'll prosper in it because you love it when you love it you become passionate about it when you're passionate about it you prosper in it so one of the things that I I made reference to is the fact that throughout the Bible there are mentors there are people in the Bible that are some of the most um, amazing examples and you may be thinking well the Bible was written thousands of years ago what's that got to do with today actually when you think about somebody to mentor your life, to pattern yourself, to find somebody that you can look at how they did, for heaven's sake, read about Delilah. Wait. A mentor? Yeah, Delilah was what not to do in so many ways. See, Esther and Delilah were identical. They were t- I call them the identical twins except for the one thing. They were identical thing identical twins and they both had a passion about the nation. One was to tear the nation down, one was to build the nation up. They both had a passion about seeing their uh, project come to fruition. Esther was to save her people, and Delilah was to save herself and destroy people, but the idea was they were both um, goal-oriented, They both set their sights on something, and they both accomplished it. One was extremely negative, one was extremely positive, but their theory was the same. And you can learn a lot from what to do, and you can learn a lot in the Bible what not to do. And if you think about Deborah, Deborah to me is an amazing story about a woman. Now you think about, oh, women can't do very much today, women get persecuted today. I agree, in many cases, not all cases and it's not a, 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 an excuse to lean on, because I don't believe in those, you know that about me. To me, if there's some kind of challenge that is creating that, to me, that's just rise above it and prove that you can do it. And, and I'm not one to kind of wine, gripe and complain in the middle of, oh, you can't do it, you can't do it. I'm one to tackle the issue and say, I told you I could do it. So there's a difference. Deborah was that person. Deborah was a woman thousands of years ago who was a prophetess and a judge whose office was a tree, but when that woman spoke, people listened. Even well, she
0: had something to say. She had something to say. I think that's part of it is that in order to be the best in your field or in your arena, whatever that may be, you have to have something of value to say. Yes. I mean, that, that's the difference is that the people who you have to pattern yourself up, the people who
1: are the best have something of value to say. Yes. And you know, one thing I did, and I look at the scripture, and I took it literally, study to show yourself approved. I was a studier. You were a studier. I like books. You love books. Um, I'm not going to go and say, well, and spew off a bunch of things out of total ideas and ideology, and then someone sit down and say, prove it. And I'm, I don't yeah. know. I'm the kind of person, if I'm going to spew it. I'm going to have my 10 points in a row that I have studied. You should all be like that. <laughs> and I feel like if we look at the Bible, David, David said some mighty things. David said something like, is there not a cause? And he was coming up against Goliath, and he was honestly shooting his mouth off. But the truth is he had the word of the Lord backing him. Right. The truth is, this was a man that could hit a single blade of grass with a smooth stone. This was a man who had tackled a bear and eventually a lion before he took on Goliath. This was a man that did his homework. So if he wanted to walk in and say, hey, Goliath, come here, you're going down. Okay, maybe he was going to go down, but that wasn't the case. Well, he had he, the experience had to back it up. He had the experience to back it up.
0: Apart from the fact that he was the person that God wanted to do the task. That is completely separate. But the biggest thing is that he did have the experience and and that's who you wanna mentor yourself after, someone who has the experience that you're
1: searching for, that you're patterning yourself after and someone who has something to say. My biggest um, fault of myself, if you're gonna say it, when I get ready to preach, if I have a subject or I'm going somewhere and they've given me a subject, they want like a theme of a women's conference or something, and they give me that theme, I will go and I'll make this much stack of notes. My hardest thing about myself is to hit the edit button and say, okay, I don't have 17 years to teach this, I have one afternoon, make it sense. But, but I would rather, in a sense, edit it than go in unprepared. No. And my big thing, pardon me, was prior preparation prevents poor performance. And how many times, <laughs> if oh, I say it out say loud, how many me, times have like, she said that, that poor child so bless her dear? heart. times. And if you had a piano lesson or if you had a school lesson or if you had a church lesson or if you had a sporting event, Jordan was really great athlete. If she had these things, what would I say to you? Don't go in unprepared. And failing I
0: say, to plan is planning to fail.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> And that's because I said it. yesterday. she did. Well, you probably did say it. Yesterday. I you say it all did. the time.
1: You've said it all my all entire the time. life. Yeah. Your entire life, and that was the thing. I when I took piano as a kid, I didn't want to go in unprepared. In fact, it was to the point of where the piano teacher would say, "Let's give you two notebooks instead of one," hmm. because I was intense about it. But why would I waste my time and my money just shooting off my mouth when he said? play Moonlight Sonata, and I said, that's my favorite song in the world. Well, oh, great, and I play Chopsticks. I can't play Moonlight Sonata until, until I have had the preparation and until I've had the learning. This is what I say, I, you know, Dad, <laughs> every time Jordan comes over, I, 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 I giggle because I think you only come when we're watching Shark Tank. But the it truth is, is- a lot of Shark Tank. <laughs> I'm we're always watching that's Shark Tank. Watch. And I sat and watched a shark episode where this person, to me, in my very limited opinion, had something that was super cool, super awesome. I don't think it had ever been done before, but when they went in they wouldn't listen. So while the Sharks were, looked like they were going to back them financially, and one of them wanted to quote, mentor them, mm-hmm. they wouldn't listen. The Sharks couldn't get a word in edgeways. Now here there's I think like what five of them? And one person who had enormous bills but a great idea was not willing to listen to the people who could have paid those bills. Hmm. And the thing I think about mentoring is not about just their teaching. Are you willing to learn? And that's a tough one. Are you willing to put in the price to be prepared to learn?
0: I remember when I was a kid, she used to always say, and I'm still rolling my eyes about it because I'm having flashbacks from childhood. This is a teachable moment. You (laughs) have to have a teachable spirit. And I just remember thinking, oh how can I get out of here fast enough I have vivid memories of being like teachable moment oh here it comes she's going to give me a lecture but I mean in the broad sense it's all true (laughs) she has a plan and a purpose and she had a point in that there are things that you will not be the expert in you cannot be the expert in everything that's just not realistic someone in one way or another will know more about a subject or an experience or a skill than you. And you have to have an open mind to learning. Even when you think you know the best of the best or you think you know everything, I would be willing to bet that there are a lot of times that that's
1: not the case. When I was in high school, leading up to high school, and I told this before, leading up to high school was very interesting because I was that driven straight A student. I remember one time, the only B I ever got was in penmanship and it's because my teacher said to me um, I refuse to give straight A's I had to find something arbitrary to give you a B in and it broke my heart and I went and talked to her and I said you know if I deserve the straight A's it's only fair I got straight A's so she gave me the A so having said that fast forward into algebra 2 I got an 89.5 and I got a B plus. A
0: grade I would have been overjoyed (laughs) to have received (laughs) in any math-related subject.
1: It upset me so badly that I was driven to learn, talk about perfectionism, Jesus was the only perfect one, we had to learn to deal with that, but I was driven to understand, you know, keep going, keep going, keep going, until one day I said I will never take a math class again. And instead of fulfilling that negative, terrible word, I got a teacher in college, in high school, and. He convinced me to take trigonometry and calculus, much to my chagrin. I don't know what chagrin means, but we used to say that word. So much to my chagrin, Dismay. I took it. Dismay. Dismay, that's a good word. Yes, so I took it and I thought, well, here we go. This is not just gonna be a B plus. Let's just put a great big F on my, on my record and see how that one flies. But the truth is he said something to me that I still use today and I used in my, ten point, or in my week 10 on these points, learn how to learn. He said, my job is not to teach you mathematics. I thought, oh, cool, here we go. This is going to be fun. He said, my job is to teach you that you can learn how to learn. He said, if I teach you the structure of how to learn according to the way you can figure it out, then I've done my job. That man taught according to how I could figure it out. Other people in the class, he taught differently, which was amazing at that time. I mean, there were people that were dyslexic. There were people who were, well, we didn't know all of that stuff. And he understood that each individual had a way to learn. And he said, if you will learn how to learn, then you'll be successful. And he taught me, I, I got straight A's in it. And eventually, just to make, you know, some, some helpful things that I did for other kids, I tutored calculus. Go figure. Me, the person who could not get math, began to tutor calculus because I learned how to learn. When there is a viable teacher, it's time to learn how to learn, be teachable. As Jordan said, that teachable moment, Proverbs 31, Deborah, Esther, Shark um, Tank, find things that will let you learn. Be teachable, have, here we go, Jordan. Oh, Here it, <laughs> here it is. is, have a teachable spirit.
0: <laughs> teachable spirit, teachable moment. I'm going to get all kinds of eye rolls mm, on my gonna text messages. There's going to be a lot messages. of eye rolling today. But, you know, even having a good teacher is so important, especially when you're talking about math or something, you know, a, a subject in school is difficult. Having a good teacher is, makes all the difference in the world. But... As I've become an adult, I don't have classes anymore. I don't have teachers in the same way that you would have someone teaching you math or science. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that there aren't people who can still teach you something. And having Mentor you. and having a good attitude about learning and having a good attitude about realizing you don't know the most about every subject in the entire world is a big step towards that. And even I've encountered people just casually that I can tell they think they're the best at it. and me saying otherwise, whether I'm right or not, isn't gonna make any difference. So I'm just gonna not, you know, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut because I'm gonna waste my time. Yep. And that attitude will not get you anywhere yep. in life. Yep. Find someone who knows more about it than you and study and learn and have a teachable spirit. There
1: it goes. She finally broke oh, down the ball You to to say. morph really into your mother. I
0: have it achieved hard, success. <laughs> believe me, it is hard for me to say out loud, but there is truth in the Thank phrase. Thank you. Thank you very much. Perhaps I will rephrase it and simply say be open to learning new things instead of have a, teachable, a teachable spirit. spirit. But, at the end of the day, potato potato, it's the exact same thing.
1: Bottom line is, I still got it <laughs> through. Bottom line, I still got it through. Bottom
0: line, she was right. And the same applies even as you get older. It doesn't matter if you're one or 100. I'm sure there's someone out there who knows something more on a topic or a skill or a subject than you. Learn from them. You know, don't close yourself off because you're hurting yourself. You're not hurting them. They're still going to know more than you. They, they already know. <laughs> they already know. You don't. Have. A good attitude about learning and learning from the best find the best and learn from them it could teach you all sorts of things like having a teachable spirit (laughs) she said it oh it's a hard one to swallow but it is worthwhile (laughs) thanks for tuning in today if you have missed any of the 10 weeks be sure to check through the archives of make your day count and youtube and all the other places, we have a lot of information going mm-hmm. a lot of different directions because she has eight million pages of notes. Correct. And we're trying to get <laughs> through all of them over the 10 weeks. So be sure if you've missed one of them, check them out because she has a lot more stuff that's really, really good. Teachable moments. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our podcast. It's not too late to start Lindsay's series. Just go to our YouTube channel, Richard Roberts ORM and click on playlists for the Make Your Day Count program. And you can also click on the link in the description for a free PDF download of this week's Better You show notes. It's the Better You, 10 weeks defining purpose, passion, and prosperity. Don't miss it.